Hello fam bam. This is another one of those things that you know you love. Some of y'all are coming here for the tea. You know you guys are coming here for the tea. You want to hear what people's problems are, eh? Cuz some people don't want peace. They want problems. Anyways, but don't we all? But guys, welcome to another episode of Hala in a Hotspot answering all your burning questions that I get in from the basic universe. I am so excited again to be here and of course for a little while or maybe forever you don't know you don't know my life you don't know my struggle i will explain the rules of the game what you do is you submit your questions and i ask one thing of you you can submit them anonymous who what's your name anonymous where you from and okay you see that's the that's the rule of the game right where you from cannot be anonymous right because i want to be able to give you advice according to your context and there'll be might be other people who need advice from that context and because the reason i ask for context is because um hashtag #intersectional feminism we must understand that we have different identities and it's nice here by me sitting in my apartment doing my thing and somebody has a completely different you know set of facts and situations they're working with so i want to always um come at you uh with uh the idea in mind of where you're from where you're from and what you're doing so in this episode we shall be having a couple of things that have been sent from the basic universe the first one is from Kenya from the homeland from the motherland hi tiff thank you for greeting guys some people don't greet hey hey guys please greet when you send these things Hi Tiff, how are you? Sis, I'm fine. Also, I don't even know if you identify as sis. I apologize for that. Um, but I'm fine. How are you? Well, actually, you're about to tell me how you are. So, my ex and I broke up after 5 years together and have two small children together. The breakup was not the best and sometimes it's difficult to be around her, but we have two kids and need to figure out how to co-parent. How do we do this without messing up our kids with our attention and beef? Okay. So, number 1, it's okay to have tension and it's okay to have beef but i think what is really really important is not just focusing on the co-parenting but hope focusing on healing your interaction right so i think the focus right now should be on healing your interaction finding out what is it that made the breakup so messy and um you know like not finding out where the blame lies but you know trying to figure out a place of healing your beef outside of being parents right because the reason that your parents is because that you had a connection right i'm presuming that you guys had a connection you had a relationship and you're like one of the things we want as part of this relationship is to have tiny humans so what is really really important right now is healing your initial connection cuz that will make you amazing co-parents right um I'm kind of thinking so my parents aren't really co-parents but they have like a really amicable cuz my mom raised me like my dad in the in the streets in the wind right like he just that african man who just gives money but like so um also apologies for the birds in the background the rain just stopped and uh so now they're all out here in my bird feeder doing the most for the squabbling um but like what's really important like the way I'm saying with my parents they have such an amicable relationship because they they are kind of friends right my mom once said it she's like no we're we're cool me and your dad are cool and that makes co-parenting cool right and if you find the best co-parents are those who have a friendship right and have even if you're not even co-parenting even if you're like still together 
you will find that the best parents are those who have a good relationship outside of the children. So what you need to do is need to start figuring out a way to fix your relationship outside of the children. Because what a lot of people try and do is they're like, how can we best relationship around each other outside, like within the children, focusing only on the children? But no, if you figure out, you don't have to be besties. No one's saying that this must be squad goals, but having in a good relationship out, like if the children disappeared now, you'd still be cool, right? Like, you know, not t- not disappeared, like, but, you know, if the children were not a factor now, you'd still be cool. And I think that should be the focus. And it's going to be hard because, you know, fixing a relationship, especially when there's all the tension of a breakup and you're like, you ain't shit and you ain't shit. And you know, your cheating ass is cheating and I didn't cheat and whatever it is. I don't even know why you broke up. Now I kind of want to know because then it'll speak to how easy the road back to amicability will be. But, um actually figuring out what the beef is outside of the kids will help you raise the kids. And also, I love this. I love that queers are having kids and raising the next generation. I hope one of your kids, like, you know, like I hope your kids like super understand queerness and this stuff. And yeah, I love this for you. And you were in Kenya. Thank you so much for coming through. And yes, next question is from Zambia. And this one goes... Guys, again, didn't greet. <laughs> Guys, why do you people not greet sometimes? Like some people are like, hey. Some people are just like, anyway, I got problems. Talk to me. So this one is from Zambia, like I said. And it's, I've been with girls since 16. And in 10 years, I've only been with one man, which lasted for six months last year. I did find some guys attractive and sometimes think maybe I should get involved with them to appease my parents. I don't want to be with women anymore because of my family, but I'm not sure I can just cut them out of my life. The man I was with for six months is awful, and I'm scared that is the sort of person I shall keep ending up with. What should I do? Yo, guys, hey, guys, can you ask one question a question? Because, yo, that's a lot to deal with, but I got you. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Ah, does anyone remember that's that, that movie? That was a good movie, but that's not the point. We focus on the Zambian problem. So I don't think cutting women out of your life is the way forward. First things first, actually, let's start with do not ever be with anyone to appease anyone else. Because the thing is at the end of the day, that's your life, right? It's your life. You're the one who has to wake up with those consequences every day. And I understand that I am coming from a place of such privilege where I'm just sitting here Drinking my wine, being like, be finger deep in women if you want. You know what? Fuck your parents. No, no, I'm not saying fuck your parents. But like, if you are attracted to men, then that's really good. Then that's really good in terms of if you want to be with men, right? And you find men an option. If you are completely not attracted to men and you are absolutely repulsed by them, I would be like, look, forget men completely. But the fact that you are open to being with a man uh, like maybe not as much as you're open to being with a woman because sexuality, like any, all sexualities are a spectrum. So even like with, I'm going to label you bisexual just for the purposes of this example, but like even with bisexuality, you there's different degrees to which you are attracted to the different genders and things like that. So the fact that you're open to men is is like a positive thing, especially if you want the option of being with a man. But I think, you know, for, I don't know if any of y'all have ever watched Indian Matchmaker, but I think a love match would should still be your primary option. 
opening yourself up to being with different people should be like your focus, right? So be there a man, a woman, gender non-conforming person, whoever it is, just opening up yourself to be with different people should be your option, right? I don't think your focus should be, I'm trying to get married to a man because, you know, that's what my parents would want because you're the one who's going to have to wake up every day with the consequences. And in terms of being scared that, you know, the man who was awful, that's the sort of man you'll end up with. No, you are going to end up with a good person. I am, I'm speaking it into your life, Holy Ghost fire. Um, <laughs> you're going to end up with a good person. But I think it's also sitting down with yourself and thinking about the sort of things within you. What are you willing to, like, what are your boundaries as somebody who is like this beautiful, awesome human being. I am just going to presume because you are in the basic universe, you are a beautiful, awesome human being. Um, what is it that you want from a relationship? What is it that are the things you won't compromise about? What is it that you need from a partner and you expect from a partner? And I think a lot of us don't settle into those things. So when somebody comes and they give us just even a small bit of love, we accept it and all of the bullshit that comes with it. But if you sit and you're like, I am worthy of love. And for me, love is X, Y, Z, E, F, G, A, B, C. When somebody comes into your sphere they, and, you, and then you communicate that, you're like, this is for me what is love, what is nourishment, what is being cherished. And if they can't give you that harm, but they must go. Mm, exit papers, pink slip, all of it. No covid certificate nothing go away but if they can then you guys can work towards building something right and also you open up that line of communication for them to also ask things of you but i think focusing on getting married for your parents you'll end up in a tricky situation also you don't want to end up that person who's on the low low right because you're like i can't cut women out my life but now i've married a man because i've married the first man i found because the parents wanted that and now you finger deep inside some honey on a saturday girl it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot so it's not recommended but yeah like as much as you can try and do a love match and figure out what you want from a relationship and what you are willing to compromise what you're not willing to compromise and you know awfulness and violence and 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 abuse is nothing that's never part of the things that you are willing to compromise on so i'm telling you this me i'm telling you Anyway, last question is from Joburg because, guys, I always have to have one South African there because there's a lot of South Africans in these podcast streets in the basic universe. Please, everyone else, just invite your friends to the party. I understand. Um, I recently found out that the podcast does not show up on Spotify in Uganda. Guys, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's be better. I, I understand it's explicit, but come on. Anyway, Josie Berg, always. Hello, Tiff. Thank you for greeting. Hello to you too, kind person. Um, I kid, guys, but seriously, greet. I have been diagnosed with depression and I'm finding it really hard to deal with it. Some days are so hard and I can barely get out of bed and have no idea where to turn because I do not want to burden anyone with my problems. What should I do because I am scared and might not be able to survive this alone? So... Damn. Okay. So we're ending on a heavy note today. Um, so firstly, fam bam, um, if you have friends who are suffering from depression, please do 
I'm going to speak to the people who can support folks who are suffering from depression. And I think first things first, you need to understand about folks who are suffering from depression and any other mental health issue is that it is a mental health issue. It is not a get out of bed, get some sunshine, do some yoga. You're going to be motherfucking all right. Right. Um, so please, if you can support your friends, first things first, what I would do is just literally just Google how to support someone with depression. There are so many articles written by mental health practitioners and uh, people suffering from mental health like things who have written articles, literally giving lists as in number one, number two, number three. Um, to talk to this person, it's difficult to reach out to people. Um, but what would be a great first step is finding that one person who you can reach out to Um really trying to find that one person who you can reach out to, uh, who can provide some modicum of support. Also being very, very patient and kind with yourself. Um, and understanding that you, like the way you said, you've been diagnosed. So being very patient and kind with yourself. Um, even on days when you are in that deep, dark hole. And knowing that, 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 that these things do pass, like all chronic illnesses, they have their waves, their ups and downs. But next time when you emerge, and I'm hoping by the time this podcast comes out that you've emerged, just setting up a system of somebody who you can check in with, like a buddy system. Um, I don't know if you ever went to the sort of very white school where you were told, actually not even just very white school, all schools did this. Well, good schools. <laughs> that did not want to lose their children, but where you were told you must have a buddy, right? Somebody who will always make sure you get on and off the bus. So finding somebody who can make sure when you are not on the bus that is life and existing, um, that they check in, right? And also remembering that you're not alone. And the problem with depression is that you start thinking that you're a burden and you start thinking that you're the most and you start thinking that you're the most god-awful human being and no one loves you. People do love you. Right. People do love you. And I don't know if I hope my voice is reaching you right now, especially if you're in a depressive episode. And um, yeah, and know that you will emerge and you will emerge and you'll do that thing where you clean your house and you wash your hair and you do the things. And also just know that we're very proud of you. But when you come out, try and find a buddy system and set up a buddy system. Um, also, if you have access to it having a therapist or some other form of mental health practitioner um there are also some really great apps out here right like because mental health is becoming more and more a thing and also tech bros are realizing that it's more and more a thing um download some of those apps and also a lot of this is when you have the space and the energy to do it but download some of those apps just setting up as much of a system for when your depressive episode kicks in right but it'll be okay. And you are not a burden to people, right? You're not a burden. And if you anyone who you're a burden to, they can they can fuck right off. They can fuck right off. You don't need them in your life anyway. Life is too long and too short, but also too long. Um, yeah, but just sending so much light and love. And I hope that um, your depressive episodes, that you can ride them out. And that when you're not in a depressive episode, that you are just doing the most for the trip. And I love that for you. 
Um, yeah, so guys, that's that's this episode of Holler in a Hotspot, answering all your burning questions. Thank you to the Basic Universe for always sending me things. I, I love y'all for it. I love y'all for it. Also, don't forget that there's actually another part of this podcast <laughs> that has guests and things and we do the most there. Um, but yeah, I'm your host, Tiff Nugo. And this is Basically Life. And I am telling you to calm your tits. It is never, ever that serious. Unless it is, guys. Then it really is that serious. 